2: Well, since you've already accused me of being somewhat college basketball obsessed, we're only three hours away from uh, San Diego State basketball in the quarterfinals of the Mountain West Tournament. Indeed, sir. They will be playing Colorado State after the Rams pulled one out against Fresno State in the first round yesterday. Now, you'll get a team that is playing their second game in two days. You should have a bit of an advantage there. Being the number one seed and having the bye into the quarterfinals. How's DePaul doing? I had the well, they don't play again. Until doing great later today. Okay, it was Seton Hall out. They're out. Yes, the Pirates are out. Uh, it was suggested. I saw um, writing in the UT though that the Mountain West maybe should go to a format more like the West Coast Conference, where if you win the league, you get more buys. Like you don't you don't have to play three games in three days. Yeah, that, that would make sense. That one of the reasons perhaps the Aztecs and other Mountain West champions have struggled in the NCAA tournament is that they just played Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and then Selection Sunday, and then they practice for a day, and then they have to usually fly out on Tuesday to an NCAA tournament venue, and they're, they're playing on Thursday again, and this league is not putting their better teams in a in a position to succeed in the most important time of the year, the NCAA tournament. So maybe, you know, what the West Coast Conference does is, like if you finish 11th, you have to win like five games to get to the championship, whereas Gonzaga and St. Mary's, they go right to the semifinals. It's like two games, they're done, they're in. They make it a lot easier, and I know some of the coaches in the Mountain West would prefer a format like that, especially coaches of teams that generally do well, And, you know, don't want to have to play these three games in three days every single year.
3: How about you win the Mountain West? You don't have to play this tournament at all. Well, you just win. And and I'll I'll throw it out there. That should be the way
0: it's done. Right? Put some more emphasis on the regular season. On the regular season. The fact that. San Jose State can go 0 and 24 right. whatever in conference play and win this tournament rally in 4 days and win the tournament and get in is stupid it's stupid
2: it's one of the least necessarily fair things about college basketball but it's also one of the things that makes it great
3: yeah everybody has kind of a chance is that
2: you never give up on the season because you could lose every single game but if you've got a conference tournament and you start
0: winning you could get into the NCAA tournament you could win the how NCAA tournament how many conferences tournament. are can they do both like you, regular season champs and tournament champs. Can no, because
2: then you'd be given. There's like, there's like thirteen or fourteen conferences that are one bid leagues. So all of a sudden, you're opening that up for another fourteen teams well, that get in that don't really deserve if it. If those
0: are one bid teams, it would you would assume that the team that wins the regular season also wins they the conference rare, tournament. It rarely
2: happens that way, though. Conference tournaments are so random that the team that wins the regular season. Um, I, I would say less than half the time wins their conference tournament. So you'd be opening up for a lot oh, okay. of so more. so let's say at,
0: at most, how many, 15 conferences?
2: Yeah, like one okay. big league.
0: Let's call it fifth. Well, how many conferences total?
2: Uh, 30, around 30. I think there's, sure, be I like think the there's whole field. 32 at-large teams and 34 automatic berths or something like 36 automatic berths. So there's a lot of conferences. There's like like
0: thirty. Winning your conference tournament, regular season, yeah. should have a higher reward than Winning just your conference tournament. Having yeah. a great three days. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, in, in, a, this-
2: in a fair world, yes. But if you're playing a conference tournament and there's no there's no prize at the end, no trip to the NCAA tournament, you lose a lot of people's interest in the conference. What are you playing for then? Well, oh.
3: can't this only what's the risk reward for the the San Diego State Aztecs well here?
2: that's the other thing that there, you may can make the argument that San Diego State would just be better off losing today and just to resting, Colorado State. and just resting, just resting and until not the playing tournament. two more days they know they're in like the they're tournament
0: to, the 5 seed it, if they win the whole thing but a 14 six, seed you know, I mean <laughs> at, at
2: most it's going to affect one seed line at the most is it better off just saying you know what we're let's just rest and get ready we know we're in why? Why play three days to fight for what might not even be a change in seed? Last year they, you know, the the committee didn't hold put a lot of weight in the conference tournaments. Who won? Who conference lost? Conference is better though per- oh, in,
3: in all conference tournaments. Yeah, in all conference oh, okay.
2: tournaments, they just they just didn't they just said right, we're we're pretty much seeding on the regular season anyway, and these conference tournaments are yeah a couple automatic bids are in, but we're not going to change what we've already done because they've already started that seeding work at this point. You know, they're in those rooms discussing I mean, it,
3: That's grinding out. Grinding out that many games and that. For few, what? For what? Right. Like, can. I guess. Because what's the lag between the end of the tournament? It's a week, right? Four days. Four days between the end of the really? tournament yeah. and, and the NCAA I tournament. I mean,
2: by the time, you know, they get back from Las Vegas on late Saturday night or whenever it is, they'll wake up, they'll go get their selection Sunday. Yep. Monday they'll practice at Viejas, and Tuesday they'll get on another plane and go to, and play go to wherever they're going to play, Thursday. practice on Wednesday, probably play on Thursday. Some some teams play Thursday, some play on Friday, right. but it's quick. And even quicker if you're in a play-in game. I mean, you may play Tuesday if you're an 11 seed or a 16 seed in one of those play-in first four games as well. So, yeah, I mean, don't, don't be that bummed if the Aztecs happen to lose today. If they today. don't
3: win this tournament.
2: Yeah, or lose today even. I mean, don't you know? If they're going to get all the way to Saturday, you might as well win at that point. Yeah, yeah. Phew. But every year, Dutcher's been coached. They've gotten to at least the finals. so they've played all three games every single time they've been in this tournament. And With you know how many times they've won in the NCAA tournament after that? Zero. Zero. Dutcher under uh, no, Dutcher, zero. Not none.
0: No, they've never won. They've, also, they they have not won they, any games under Dutcher. Both times they made it to the tournament. Sweet Sixteen, they won the tournament.
2: They did, they did, and those were really good teams. And in Dutcher's defense, his best team, thirty and two, was didn't get to play pandemic, because yeah. of the pandemic. So you know that's a stat that comes with a really big asterisk. I don't think so bit- don't
3: don't don't go full doom and gloom if the right. Aztecs lay an egg. In
2: fact, go kind of give a little tiny fist pump and go good. Go home, rest it, rest, up. practice, and get ready for the NCAA tournament, which is I, what we really care about. Because
3: I was going to say, like in baseball, when your team is that hot. You're like, bro, get us to the ballpark. Get us now, but with a four day lag or something. It doesn't work in basketball that way. It just doesn't work. Interesting. All right. right, What time's the
2: game? uh, Noon. Noon Noon today. Less than three hours. Uh, Let's see what else is going on. Get some Rindle Report headlines. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition of the Rindle Report.
3: Now, tune into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report. With Paul Rindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world
0: of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one
4: story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biot? It's the Rindle Report.
2: Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you?
4: On 97.3 The
3: Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please.
4: <laughs> that was good. Can I get a hollier? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. All right. Just had to do a late minute, late last second scrub of some audio. Yeah. It's a word that technically we can say, but there's one gentleman in the building.
0: kind of like how you say it. Well,
3: his name rhymes with Shmadam (laughs) Shmloo. And every time I say it on the radio, I get a phone call after the show. The FCC can't find us for it. Right. But he just doesn't.
0: Well, There's plenty of that. other words in this upcoming audio yeah. here that we could get fined for. Uh, it is the Rind Report brought to you by your San Diego Soccers. The Lords of Indoor are on to the march to the Ron Newman Cup playoffs. Get your tickets at sdsoccers.com. We are talking uh, NBA here. Fred Van Fleet, point guard for the Raptors. Uh, the Raptors lost to the Clippers last night 108-100. to 100, And Fred Van Fleet
3: <laughs> he went off.
0: Went off on the officiating in that game. He starts by saying, I don't mind. I'll take the fine. I don't care. I feel Believe like- me, he will be getting a fine for this. Uh here's what Fred Van Fleet had to say about the uh officials. Really one particular in uh, official in yesterday's game.
5: I mean I don't mind. It. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um Ben Taylor was f- terrible tonight. Um I thought that on uh, most nights, you know Couple other, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just f- the game up, you know, and it's, it's it's been like that a couple couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The Third quarter, I get a b- tech, changes the whole dynamic of the game, changes the whole flow of the game, and um, you know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. They communicate well, and then you got the other ones who just want to be d- and um, just kind of the game up. Nobody's coming to see that. Sh- they come to see the players. And um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, most of my texts this year, have been with Ben Taylor officiated. So oh, yeah. at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal and um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed, um, but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome. So he
0: said most of his techs have come with that one Same referee that on the floor. Yeah, it's it happens in
3: baseball all the time. I mean, you pick out your guy you don't like, and you're gonna you're gonna ride that guy. Polly
2: Marmal, CB Buckner, hundred no.
3: percent. If we got, if we had the ability to be fined on a weekly basis or like a daily basis, who would accrue the most fines? Yeah. Yeah. Hannah would be like, you spent your entire paycheck just ripping somebody, <laughs> and you got fined. How much? every time I open my mouth. What if Michael started finding me every time I say something bad about Odyssey? (laughs) Swear jar. would be paying to do I'd be broke. Yeah, i would be paying to come here.
0: So in yesterday's game, the Raptors were called for 23 fouls. The Clippers were called for 18. But L.A. had 31 free throw attempts compared to just 14 for Toronto. And uh, Fred Van Fleet ended up getting a technical midway through the third quarter. And it was just, he was was done at that point. Fred Van Fleet. Not as cool as Van Zane. No, but it's up there. It's the Van. It's the Van. Van.
3: Ben Van Higgins, Stephen Van Woods, Paul Van Rindel. All better than the names we actually have. (laughs) Ben Van Woods should be the name of our new show.
0: (laughs) Fine. Fine by me.
3: Ben Van Woods.
0: (laughs) Uh, Elsewhere in the NBA kind of kicked it around maybe this is a don't do this but i don't really know where the don't do this lies oh, because it's, you know you it's know false a s- guy for no. getting hurt but uh. kevin durant oh. traded to the phoenix suns uh. getting ready for his home debut last night and Cause he was he, injured
2: for a few games and then yeah. he played on the road a couple of times yeah. and now he's coming home how's for he phoenix. doing in phoenix uh, he's only played a couple of times yeah. how did he do fine not
0: bad Average Kevin Durant-type games. Kevin Durant-type
2: Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant games, yeah.
0: He was warming up yesterday, and he slipped and sprained Dude. his left ankle before the game. So gross. I saw it. I went, Yeah. <laughs> it looked super awkward, too. Well, I, mean, I, didn't they, yeah, I saw a it report It looked like today. us going yeah. up
3: for a layup. Me or Ben. Polly <laughs> yeah. plays basketball, but it's definitely, Ben, show me your best yeah. layup. <laughs> <laughs> All over. Yep. Yeah. That's what it looked like. It was, But they had a still shot of... He's, what, nine feet tall? His whole body weight on the bent ankle, oh, and the God. side of his yeah. foot is on the floor. It's so, he just looked like he got, it looked like a Sniper got it. Yeah,
2: and so he got scratched. Uh, all the Suns fans bought tickets to see the debut, didn't get to see it. Ticket. Sammy even said he almost bought a ticket oh, yeah. Yeah, to go to that game right. last tickets night.
0: Tickets were up like 300%. Everybody in town wanted to see that game. And uh, because they wanted to see Kevin Durant, and that just didn't happen. I saw a report earlier. I don't remember who posted it in the NBA, but uh, there, there is concern he might be out for the season. At least that the regular is season is
3: such a blow. It's such a blow. You get a guy of his caliber on a really good team already, and then you're like, "This is it. This is our we year." Didn't this thing this year. Now, have
2: we seen an update on how serious it is? You just or? said. What did he say? They already know? I thought they had to test today.
3: I just want...
0: (laughs) Is it too much to ask? Sorry. He
3: hates the Rhindle Report with a vicious passion. He
0: does it during other parts of the show, too.
2: I know he's getting an MRI, but do they have any idea of, like... Like 45 seconds ago, I said, said I don't
0: remember who posted it, but I did see reports this morning (laughs) that there is concern that Kevin Durant could miss the rest of the season. Oh,
2: okay. So it is very serious. (laughs) Oh, I missed that part, apparently. I heard the MRI part. Next up, Fred Van Fleet went (laughs) off
0: on the
3: record. Got that one. Got that one. Thank you. What are we going to do with him? I don't know. Electric shocks. (laughs) (laughs) When you... That's
2: what
3: they would have done in the
2: 50s. Finally. I think I might be wor- If if I only focused on you guys the entire time listening We'd have a I great show. The show would
3: be amazing. I'd
2: sit here for four hours and I'd have nothing to say. We'd get no liners read Nothing would get done uh, I mean I kind of need to think about other things sometimes while you're talking
3: you, It's the last thing you should be doing on a talk radio show is thinking about other things.
2: That I'm about to have to do on the talk radio show On the show. Yes. list of I'm priorities that, for hosting not, like, a successful a talk radio
0: show. It's actively listening and engaging with my co-hosts <laughs> reading liners is like way down here he's such a
3: um he's such a soldier though like he is like he can't
2: i feel a responsibility I to handle this job
3: when you're sam hunt liner you're, when you're gone i read no liners <laughs> zero. <laughs> zero none <laughs> i'm like paul he's like don't forget it's the premiere i'm like have a ball because you know what's more important My conversations <laughs>
2: Then I want you guys to continue to focus on that. I'm trying to take it off your plate.
3: I get it. It's inherently a it's inherently a good thing that you're doing. Mm. But not It is it's funny.
0: Don't stop, actually, cuz I like when uh. you I like when you do it. Just know so, we're going to wear you out. I think we have one
2: more story left
0: here. <laughs> we do. He's yeah. like, "Please get to it." A couple days ago, uh, Nick Cannon posted a video and he said, "We are expecting." A new show on E! Hashtag Who's Having My Baby premieres this spring on E! Channel with Kevin Hart. Here's the the trailer. You're on a game show right now!
1: Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon are coming to E! for the mother of all game
4: shows.
3: Having my baby with Nick Cannon! You got Pyro! Yeah!
4: You're gonna get some contestants that wanna have your baby. We're not kidding around. Meeny, meeny, miny. Let's go! Who's
1: <laughs> having my baby with Nick Cannon, hosted by Kevin Hart? This spring, only on E. I
0: mean when I say Nick Cannon, like that's that's what he's known for these days, having right? Kids. He's got like twelve I think he's is he up to 13? i I'm a little confused
2: as to the the concept here so though. Am I.
0: Well, there's been an update. That was posted on, what is today, Thursday? That was posted on Tuesday. And then uh, yesterday, they posted this, Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon. Not actually. They do not have a new show called Who's My Baby Mama or whatever that was.
2: You're having my baby.
0: Here's what they said after they let that sink in and everybody lose their minds over the new show. You're on a game show right now. I got you. Having my baby with Nick Cannon is not real, y'all. But my new e-show with Kevin Hart, Celebrity Prank Wars, is real. There's nothing that besties do better
1: than pranking each other. (laughs) And that's why we created Celebrity Prank Wars, the show where we help our famous friends
4: pull off some of the most elaborate pranks. (laughs) Celebrity Prank Wars. The prank-off begins April 6th. Oh, we're on E!
0: Everyone lost their mind at the original tweet and video. They got the us. The new show, and they got us. Celebrity Prank Wars is the actual show or coming isn't. to E! Network. Or is it? I guess we'll find <laughs> out. Find out over the weekend. <laughs> got you again, <laughs> <dead>, you stupid! <laughs> Just a long-running <laughs> bit.
3: See, now you give liners little lines like that and it makes up for you not paying attention. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Speaking of
2: Sam Hunt. Don't forget you... <laughs> Don't forget from
3: earlier. DePaul, one yeah. of the greatest <laughs> lines in Ben and Woods history. I feel like it's underrated already. And now you work with DePaul. <laughs> It's so good. All right, go ahead. We listen you, to
2: 973 the Fan of the Odyssey after your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Sam Hunt at Resorts World Theater and a two-night stay at Resorts World Las Vegas. Every hour you listen now through March 19th equals one entry in the contest. Tickets are on sale now at axs.com. That's for April 21st and April 22nd. Good job. Thank you round of report complete Thank on you a DePaul. Thursday.
0: <laughs> You're welcome to Woods. All right. Uh,
2: let's see. We still have the, uh, we're done for the day with the uh, World Baseball Classic. We have some stats, though. Yeah, until tonight. I okay. mean, we're kind of, today is tomorrow and there and they're, they're going to a new day. It's very confusing. I get it. We do have some stats from Jeff Passan that Paul just mentioned, though that we can get to from spring training on game time and game some time, other runs offense, things how the new rules are affecting baseball. So I'm curious to hear uh, how it's going so far. Uh, we will get into that coming up after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. At the uh, let's see. I just saw that Australia game. Australia Korea. Good baseball game last night in the World Baseball Classic. Took three hours and forty six minutes. I don't know that there has been a single spring training Ooh. game that has gone anywhere close to that long so far with the new pitch clock rules in effect in Major League Baseball. But I thought uh, Paulie said he just saw uh, some info from Jeff Passan about how it is going now that we have a bit more of a sample size i know the first weekend they said oh games are faster well that's yeah. one weekend
3: well it's still now we're a couple of weeks but now yeah. we're
2: two weeks into spring training games we have a bit more of a sample size of how those new rules are really affecting things like game time
0: yeah uh jeff passan says spring training 2022 versus 2023 time of game last year average time of game was three hours and one minute this year, two hours and 36 minutes. 25 minutes faster in spring training. Okay. I'm on board with that. Runs per game in 2022, 10.6 runs per game. In 2023, 11 runs per game. So runs are up.
2: Runs a little up. tiny bit. Not a huge amount, but, uh, you know, that's acceptable.
0: Stolen base attempts per game in 2022 was 1.6 per game. This year, 2.4. Okay. Babbit on ground balls was 235 last year it's 258 this year and the strikeout rate in 2022 is 23.9% this year it's down to 23.1% so strikeouts are down because they're hitting the ball more more stolen bases more runs and a faster game time okay so what
2: what i like about those stats is not that it's working generally the way that they hoped it will I like that none of them are extremes. Yes, it's I, yeah. You want more offense. You don't want
0: twice as much offense. True. You just
2: want a, a little bit more. You you're don't not, want. You're not uh,
0: turning a three-hour baseball game into forty-five minutes. No, and you
2: don't want every ground ball to start going through. You know, you want just a, a handful more to kind of get through. That's what we're seeing. You know, a tick up in in average, a tick up in offense, a tick down in game time. And twenty-five is kind of significant. I'll say that, but. I have no problem with that. And then a tick up in stolen bases. I don't necessarily want every inning there to be a stolen base attempt, and there's 18 of them a game. But, yeah, another extra stolen base try or two a game, no problem with that either. I mean, it's having almost exactly as they kind of hoped it would, every single thing is playing out on the field during spring training.
3: Yeah, so far so good. I'm going to defer to Joe Sheehan's uh, brilliant perspective on this program last week. When he said, talk to me in June, <clears throat> and I agree with that. I want to see how this plays out in the regular season. And I know there's going to be instances uh, where we're – look, are what's, there are... – go, go back, because what's the argument that it will be
2: different than spring training?
3: Um, because these games will count, and you have the, 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 the elite of the elite actually playing in these games. Stolen bases are up in spring training? Cool. You got some kid that's not going to make the team that's outswipe. You know what I mean? Like – these are the elite of the elite. This is your starting rotation and your deep bullpen and your superstar players all in the same lineup. Look, I think the But how would it slow down with better players? Oh, I don't know. I don't I don't you know, know. The, I don't know the answer to that. I and and in fact, I I think what he's saying though is Let's see how it plays out for the first half of the season before we rush to judgment that it is inherently a great thing for baseball. I tend to agree that we're going to get used to it. But wait, if the Padres get banged because uh, Austin Nola wasn't ready to uh, look at the pitcher, his head wasn't turned at a 45-degree angle in time, and the game's over, I think we're going to be a little mad about it, some of the Is that on rules. the rules
2: or is that on Austin Nola?
3: Though? I, I don't, It's a little bit of both, maybe. Again, it's umpire discretion. I can, I can see in my mind. I can see in my mind us having conversations about things that hurt our baseball team that we like. I get it. I and
2: I'm sure there were basketball fans that were horrified when they put a shot clock in. Like that's not basketball. There were probably You should be able to dribble around as long as you want yeah, for 7 yeah, minutes and then take a shot.
3: That's strategy. That
2: no one would watch basketball if that's if that's what basketball looked like today. I already don't watch basketball.
3: <laughs> I can't Im- how could I watch? It'd be a nightmare. How could I watch negative basketball? It would be a nightmare <laughs>
2: if they didn't evolve with their rules. Correct. With the changing demographic populace of what they want to see, and baseball is making what really are very minimal changes. Yeah, the game is essentially still.
3: Yeah, and it, it almost looked,
2: exactly the same with a tiny, like I'm saying, tiny bit
3: of difference. Well, like that's I said, making a good effect inherently. I think. I think we're all going to enjoy this game of ours that we love. Inherently, I do. At the After a while, again, it's like anything. You're going to get used to it. But I can see. I can see. and Can you guys see in our minds' eye, Ben, of all people, coming in and getting so upset because the ump was a half second off, and you can see it in the, the clock, and he made a decision, and it cost the Padres a huge game. Like we can all... All picture because there still is stuff left to discuss. I will
2: be mad. I don't think I will say we need hate to get rid rules. of all the rules. Right. I'll be mad at someone for not enforcing them. Just like I'm mad when an umpire makes a mistake on anything sure. else. Just you know when an umpire that's true. When an umpire like does, does mad, a yeah. bad. Bo- I'm, all, I'm always mad. There's a umpires. bad box Nothing's change. I go. How did you? That shouldn't have been a balk. It's like I don't. You don't get rid of the balk rule because of it's it. True. Be better it's umpire. Good point. It's a good. Be point. better
3: at enforcing the rules. Boy, that's asking a lot.
2: <laughs> Throwing more on their
3: plate. Well, was and if maybe they're not, not the we'll answer. stick
2: Fred Van Vliet on them. Yes,
3: yes, that's what we need. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think you know. Again, I think all those in favor will come out with the numbers and say, I mean, this is going to be a great thing for baseball, and it very well may be. I'm, but like you just said, Ben, that game last night, three hours and forty six minutes. Nobody needs one hundred and sixty two of those. There. Hey, by the way, just to let everybody know, even with this clock. There's going to be games this year that drag. Good. There's going to be games that take forever. Then there's going to be games that are fairly crisp, and you're like, the game's over? I, j- I don't think anybody's going to be don't. I don't, super I don't want every game it. to be... 346? I don't
2: either. I, but I don't want them all to be crisply played in 227 me, either. Me neither. I like a little variety. <laughs> Give me a little
3: variety. And that's the beauty of baseball is there... Paul said the other day he loves the NBA because he knows he can sit down at a certain time, and he knows when it's going to be over unless there's overtime. I kind of disagree. I'm, I'm more of the... Oh man, that was a quick ass game. I got my whole night ahead of me or Oh my but god I, I,
2: I, want, I want a quick game to be two thirty, not two fifty. Right. And I want a slow game to be three hours, not three 340. thirty or three forty. Yeah. That's the that's, that's all fair. I'm saying.
3: I think that's a really yeah. fair compromise.
2: All right, uh, we have some Dirks Bentley tickets to give away. Call now, be the fourth caller at 833 973 and win a pair of tickets for the concert on August 18th at North Island Credit Union Amphitheater. Tickets go on sale March 24th at Ticketmaster.com, but win them now to see Dirks Bentley at NICU Amphitheater on August 18th, 833 973 and we'll be back. Final segment of Ben Woods on a Thursday. Don't go anywhere. San Diego's number one sports station, 93 The Fan.
0: This
2: hour 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture, home of the world-famous Opedic mattresses with all the comfort and quality of a national mattress brand for half the price. No matter your budget, there's a bob o memory foam hybrid or hybrid plus mattress for you. Check them out at mybobs.com. We had some uh, accusations of some flubbing going into that last break. Oh,
0: yeah. You I did. don't know. You did it again. We had some no accusations
2: harm. of flubbing. Oh,
3: Heard maybe a ninety-three. I'm the not going to
2: dispute. I did feel a little flustered somehow at the end of that segment, so I wouldn't be surprised if I made a, a small, tiny error at some point. So I know now. I, Paul, I think I was going to try to say
0: sports, San Diego so sports a segment
2: leader. or something like that. Yeah, ah. I was. I was all over the map at the end.
0: Here we go. Okay,
2: final segment. Ben Woods on a Thursday. Don't go anywhere. San Diego's number one sports se- station, ninety-three. The fan. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> So we now have...
2: I was saying San Diego's number one sports segment, and I meant station. San Diego's number one sports se- station. 93, the fan.
3: Okay, so now we have, <laughs> Paulie. we we have a 97.3 fan, and we have a 93... better Woods.
2: Back after a check of traffic, a 97.3 fan. <laughs> And? San Diego's number one sports sa- station. Ninety three the fan.
3: <laughs> so we have all right again ninety-three the
4: fan. Do you think fan. at some
2: point I can drop one word from all of it on <laughs> seven three the fan? Seventy nine ninety three. Ninety seven three the ninety-three the fan. <laughs> ninety seven the fan. <laughs> You are just something just, else, man. You just have to take every word at some point. out
3: dude, and the worst part is is i missed it entirely. Our audience is trained. Jordan, I think, tweeted in. He goes, did I just hear 93 The Fan? I'm San
2: Diego's <laughs> number one sports station, 93 The Fan. <laughs> I was within 4.3 of getting it right. <laughs> you
3: really were. That's
2: within the margin. That's what we say is within the margin of error. Yeah,
3: you're you're in the, the zone. Plus you or hit, minus 4.3. You, you hit the green, but you're very far yeah. from the <laughs> hole. <laughs> 93, I mean,
2: the I, fan. Could, 93 could go the, the other fan. direction, I could say 101.6, the fan. Yep. I'm still within
3: 4.3. The no, no, traffic,
2: a 97.3 fan. <laughs>
3: Which one's better? I still, I do love 97.3 Fan.
0: So this one, the, the, you can hear him start to stumble, which I think just sets yeah, the table it sets for the a great flight. San Diego's
2: number one sports station. station, 93 The Fan.
3: 93 The Fan is so good. Now, typically when you come from another station, and I know it's been a while, you say the old... Oh, yeah. Call that, that, letters. Yeah, you have to
2: train yourself.
3: Here to... we are in the mighty 97.3. I'm sure we did that. I'm positive that one of us did, at least. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: not saying you sports leader. It's saying he goes number one, one sports I think ben station. Gave,
0: I think Ben gave the wrong phone number a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Huh? I think that happened. Do you remember the old one?
2: Oh, do I? Um, I do. Seven eight 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 four
0: eight, five, eight, five. No. You remember it? I, I don't. Seven eight. It was uh There was with two numbers, and one was four five seven, and the other one was seven, seven, so nine, back, seven nine two Back now. in the day,
2: you know, radio stations would have a local number and then an eight hundred number what is a for different callers because you know we used to have phone plans that it mattered like right. where you were, where you were calling. Now it's now it's irrelevant. Right. Does anyone still have like long, like on their long distance charges? Do they still do that? I don't even use a home phone anymore. Like, are there still such a thing as long distance charges? I haven't had a landline. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you call your aunt in New Jersey, well, we got to keep this call short Short. because, you know, the long
3: distance charges are racking up. No, but I do remember like having to have a calling card my whole life. (laughs) 'Cause my you know, my dad was like, Don't call me collect and they have a calling card. So you just burn through your minutes. My mom would call I put a hundred dollars on your calling card, so call home every now and then. So no, I don't I don't I don't know I honestly I don't know of a single human being with a landline. Do you do your parents have a landline?
2: I don't even know if they still have one. I don't think I haven't, I haven't do. called it in years if they do. Well, yeah. I, I still no remember idea. the number though oh, sure. for my parents. Just say it on the air. All right, I'll just pass on that. <laughs> I still know my own. I, I I technically still have a landline at home. I think you do. Well, I don't have a phone hooked up to it. Oh, but, but there's, there's a number that's associated it, with.
3: Then you're paying for it.
2: Well, it's all bundled with the cable. Yeah, and but you the, can take it the, off. I bet it doesn't save you any money. I don't think no. so. All right. Ninety-three. The fans. <laughs> so good. Got an update on uh, the players championship is underway for the golf fans out there. That's the one with the island green. Biggest prize. In the history of PGA Tour golf this week, I bet you didn't know that, $25 million 25 purse mil. with a $4.5 million winner's check, more than any Masters or U.S. Opener ever in the history of golf. Biggest payday coming up this weekend. I'll give you the, uh, the early leaderboard update after this check of traffic on 97.3... The fan. The (laughs) fan. All right, uh, Morning Wave wrapping up their first round of the Players' Championship in a good opening round for Colin Morikawa. He's playing the ninth hole, which is his 18th of the day. He is seven under par and a solo leader uh, at the Players' Championship, one shot ahead of Chad Ramey and two ahead of Taylor Pendrith and Adam Svensson. Uh, As for some of the other big names, go down to Scotty Scheffler at three under. John Rahm is at one under par, along with Patrick Cantlay, Um, and then Rory McIlroy did not have a good day. I'm scanning down how far to go. He's been playing good lately, but um, yeah, three over through 17 holes uh, for Rory McIlroy. How's the weather? uh, Much better than last year. Last year was windy and ball. You know, they had that island. They had that island green. I remember. Just uh, you look like you're hitting one right at the pin, and it ended up forty yards out into the water. Uh, sunnier and uh, much better weather this year for the Players Championship with the twenty-five million dollar purse I'm this week.
3: Definitely going to watch some you know of it, that
2: today. It, I saw our friends um, at the Fire Pit Collective, Alan Shipnuck, was writing, and while players are very excited about you know, especially the top players, about all this extra money that they're paying out they're not exactly keeping the sponsors all that happy you know um in terms of this is a, you know, where is all this money going to be coming from they're trying to keep up with live but they don't have the saudi arabian government right. backing them they need to get money from sponsors like you know Farmers Insurance and Honda, and they can't just say, "Oh, yeah. You know, by the way, if you want to sponsor this tournament, we need another ten million dollars to increase the purse." <laughs>
3: that typically is like, tough when yeah, it's a tough sell in this economy. Yeah,
2: you know, they're already like, "What am I getting for my extra ten million? Not nothing, nothing else. We're just paying the players a lot, lot more, uh, so they don't go to live." Well, isn't that more of your problem than than my problem? Right. And then you've got these events that are elevated, but then there's the non elevated events, which. The fields aren't as good, and the sponsors for those tournaments aren't as happy anymore. I mean, Farmers had a good field this year, but if it continues to be a non-elevated event, how long is it before you know some of the top players start skipping and going, yeah, I'd love to play, but I'm already playing the elevated event the week before and the elevated event the week after. I need a break somewhere, so sorry, Tory Pines. I-, I can't come this year. And then what is Farmers going to do? Is go, well, we're not getting the best players anymore, and you want us to pay more money, not yeah. not less? So the sponsors aren't exactly
3: all that pleased That's, with but, the
2: PGA Tour right now.
3: It doesn't bode well for the PGA in the long run, and and what they're I think they're praying and hoping is that because I don't think Live's going to run out of money, but you're just hoping that it somehow folds. And and the thing the the biggest question to ask is is money all you need to keep a league alive? Because if if Live decided all right, let's be honest, if Live or if the the Saudi Arabian gov- government said Let's do a football league. We've got an endless supply of money now. There's a ton more expense with a with football teams, and there are you know a few dozen ran out, golfers. out of golf course right. for a week yeah, and exactly.
2: put, put a put a purse together. Sure.
3: That being said, if they have this unlimited amount of money, does anybody watch that league? No. Does it? And how long? How long can you keep
4: that up? Well,
2: I mean, we Is see no any? we see no one's watching the XFL right now. Right. But what if? What if Saudi Arabia came to Aaron Rodgers right now and said, oh, "We're going to give you two hundred and fifty million dollars to play quarterback to in this quarterback new our new league's team?" Right? Would people? I think Aaron
3: Rodgers would go. <laughs> yeah,
2: and but would people follow and start watching that league? That's the thing. With Aaron Rodgers, is anyone watching live? You know, I mean, that's kind of the live equivalent. They're is, stealing some is, of the older, better name, you know, bigger names from the past. Not
3: not necessarily in their prime. Is money and overpaying them to do it is money truly all you need to keep something afloat? Is that all you need? Do you I mean well, what would what if if Saudi Arabia says we will
2: continue to pay? Why would anyone? I mean, they've already decided to go. I, yeah. They're not going to leave now. Right. If you are going to keep the checks, keep cashing. They don't
3: care that anyone that no one's watching. I mean, will they, they? They don't care. There's well, no maybe a couple of guys
2: eventually get tired of no one watching and maybe. No one, this feels like I'm making a ton of money, but no, one's, no one cares no one if cares. I win. No one's watching. There's no prestige. There's no history to any of these things. It's not getting me ready for the majors. I yep. don't feel that. Maybe there's a couple of guys who will get tired of the whole live scene. But as long as the money's flowing, I don't, I don't see it going anywhere.
3: Very interesting. Very, and maybe you know,
2: maybe Liv's hoping you know, if we spend enough, maybe we can bury the PGA Tour and get rid of them. <sighs> Which does anyone really want that? No, though I know, no, I don't think so. No, I don't either. I, I think even the guys who are making a ton of money, if they said, "Yeah, hey, yeah, you won, Live, great," you know, with the PGA Tour has gone bankrupt and now all these guys are going to have to go over to Live. Congratulations, is that better for their sport? Or do they no. consider that a win? Or do they realize? Well, wow, we had an amazing thing that people loved, and we have wrecked
3: it. It we certainly have totally wrecked it. It certainly has made golf pretty fascinating, you know, to watch these two to, to watch these two leagues go head to head. But um, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really think about that man with the sponsors and and all that. I mean, it's that's tough. Go to ask somebody, hey, I know you've paid you know X for this. I need X plus ten million.
2: Yeah, oh, the, cool. Yeah, the, the top good. players in the world are pretty happy that the paychecks are up and they've, they've these no-cut events now that they're going to have next year. Hey, we don't even have to play that well to make money. But guess who's not that happy? The non-top 50 players in the world. So, you know, now I'm not even eligible for these big money right. events. Harder to get into
3: well, them. The the old-school mentality is, cool, play better. <laughs> and, 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 that's, and that's true. And you know? that's kind of the, uh, your opportunity. Oh, you don't like it? Play better. Play better and get in the top 50, and then you then you can have the, sp- the spoils. And, so the it, victor and as the spoils. long
2: as that is the case, as long as you feel like the guys who are playing the best always have a chance to get in, then it's probably fair. Yeah. Now, if at some point, you know, a top player has just a miserable two years, but they're still going because, hey, inertia, and they got into all these events, eh, then they might have a problem on their hands. Sure. Xander Shoffley said it yesterday. He said... I think it's good, but I don't really know until we play it out a couple yeah, of years. Is, no it, is it fair? Is it working the way? Are people having an opportunity to play their way in? You know, is I don't know yet. I mean, it seems like a good idea, but he, I think he had a very wise, you know, just like you have with the pitch clock yeah, and the new I'm, rules. I kind
3: of want to wait it we out. We don't
2: really know until we've played it out for a while. I kind of want to wait you can't, it out. You can't just make a judgment after a day or two and say, great idea, we fixed all of our problems you have to see how it plays out in real life. No
3: question about it. No question about it. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch some of that when I get home. Today. All
2: right, uh, Padres Guardians uh 1205 today from Goodyear Arizona. Michael Waka on the mound for the Padres. I'm not sure who uh, what other pitchers are heading down. Oh, it said uh, to uh, Suarez
3: will throw and Hader will throw
2: too. Oh, okay. So, we'll get some of the top bullpen arms uh today as well. Fernando Tatis Jr is leading off as the designated hitter. I have uh I have at least I have one hit. Over a half a hit in our in our matchup. You yeah, have, I was forced you to get forced to the this to the, is the over.
3: I, I cannot root for that. Yeah, I will it's ten dollars, I will gladly lose. I'd pay ten dollars a hit for Fernando Tatis Jr. this season.
2: That could get expensive.
3: Could, at some point. That's the goal. That's the you hope. Like, oh, I'm happy to shell out, you know, a ton of money to see this kid get a bunch of knocks. But uh I think I'm with you. I think the uh the, the cold O for thirteen skid ends today and I'm gonna even go as far as to say First A.B. gets it out of the way. Okay.
2: Knock. And now does he go over the fence? No. Not yet. Single. Single. Yeah.
3: Hard single. Okay. He'd take a bleeder at this point. Sure. He He would take a a flare over the second baseman's head and be feeling like a a billion dollars. Uh, So, yeah, the streak I think will end today, and I'm happy to go back to even with you on our, our show bets. Cool. All right.
2: All right uh, tomorrow, Pauly, anything that we uh, we
0: need to tease that we know that we
2: have planned for a Friday? Uh, Craig Alston.
0: Stay tuned Sammy to our social Levitt. channels. And uh, we're going to be joined by our buddies from the Gulls tomorrow. Oh, Matt Savant's coming in, Matt I think, Matt Savant's right? going to be
2: in right. studio. Savant, I think they've got a full weekend of action at Pechanga this, yep. that they want to talk about, which is great. I haven't seen Matt in a while, Love so it'll be fun. Good All people. Right, that is it for us today. Uh, As always, all guests on Ben Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads. Enjoy National Crab Meat Day, and we will be back tomorrow at 6 a.m. with Paul Reindl, Stephen Woods, and me, Ben Higgins, on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.